Welcome to the Men of Victory podcast, where we just take some time to talk about issues and things that men deal with on a daily basis and how can we apply it to our life and grow in Christ. Yeah. And so I've got Pastor Tim McCarthy on the on the, the episode this time, man. I'm excited because we've been talking about this topic for quite a while. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably for the last six to 12 months, yeah. we've been having this conversation and it's all about prayer. Yeah. And I think this is something that as men... Um, we sometimes we don't understand what prayer is, or mm-hmm. we just don't do prayer enough. Sure. We, we kind of glance over it and quickly do our prayer maybe at dinner time or mm-hmm. um, with our wife and our kids, but we really don't understand the importance of prayer. And uh, but this is something that's really been on your heart. So yeah. so kind of just share where this has come from and kind of what you want to share, and we'll kind of dialogue back and forth on it. Well, we were at an event, boy, last July. Yeah. And it was a great event about just learning how to do ministry better, uh, being a better pastor, being a better husband. But the the topic kept coming back to prayer, and God just brought something to light in me that I thought I was very comfortable with prayer. I've been a Christian 20-plus years. Um, but something sparked, and I just really felt the Holy Spirit make me pay attention, like okay. have me pay attention to this. And the, the the preacher, the teacher, just started to talk about how everything in his life has come about because he's been in communion with God. Mm. And as men, we try to take things in our hands so much. We, we feel like we've got to make things happen. We feel like we've got to make um, things go our way. And this process, I was kind of in that process last year where I was feeling like I had to make things happen and there were some changes going on. And I'm like, boy, I really need to make some make some things happen for me or my family and God just shifted that paradigm. And it was interesting because I had been laboring in prayer. And it's good to labor at times in prayer where something you have a burden and you, and you want to um, really go to the Father with it mm-hmm. and make sure that he has the ability to speak into it or affect change in our lives or for others, you know, healings and, and financial troubles. But I was, I, I was not going to him just to be with him. I was going to him with needs. Ooh. Um, that's key right there, what you just said. It is. Because I think that's what we do as men. It's Only easier. when we need him. Yeah. Well, it's easier because yeah. it you, you're less vulnerable. Right. You're not just allowing the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit resides in us once we receive Christ. So mm-hmm. he makes his home in our heart. And so he's, he's already aware of what I'm struggling with or what I'm dealing with. And if I can invite him into that and listen and and just pay attention to maybe what he's pulling out or wanting to work in me or through me mm-hmm. or even help me heal from. And so it was just this really cool process where I got a, I got a prayer guide from this event, a real simple prayer guide. And it, I had never been one for guided prayer where I, I read this, I read this prayer, right. I read this top, this scripture, I read this prayer. I always felt like I was faking it. I'm just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got this prayer guide. I said, you know what? The way prayer is working for me right now is it's not working. I feel disconnected. So I'm just going to try something new, which I'm really thankful that God gave me that grace to yeah. just kind of, you know, you just oh, need cute. to try something new. You know? Right. So I started with a prayer called the tabernacle prayer. And it's, just, it's a lot like the Lord's prayer that Pastor James has broken down in our services before. But it's just a prayer of you start with Thanksgiving and you roll through seven different stages of prayer. Mm. And I found over a two, three week period where instead of going, I got to get up, 
it's 5 30 6 o'clock i gotta have my quiet time i gotta read my chapter or two make sure i journal and I, I found that i was waiting to go to bed so i could get up in the morning and have my prayer time wow and so it was this shift that happened that brought life to me and it became this uh you know it's funny being on a men's podcast you're you're always a little bit concerned about being too vulnerable you know but it was so intimate right to where i began to guard my conversations with god i began to began to share things that i knew were in my heart i knew were in my mind but i had never verbally expressed to him mm-hmm Kind of funny, you know, he kind of already knows it. He already knows, but yeah, but that's what most of us do. We we don't actually speak it out loud to him and we just keep going on and struggle. Yeah, and it's it's funny that we do that because there's one person in all of our lives that can handle whatever we throw to him or whatever we have to share or admit or work through and we hide from him. Mm -hmm. Even in, I was hiding from him even in my prayer life. So it's just interesting. So he just took me on this journey. Um, that turned into, I would say, three solid months, never missing a quiet time. Which in my 20 plus years of Christianity, I've missed quiet times. We, we all have. Yeah. You know? yep. But what it did is it, it, it's, it was a watermark changer. It reset mm-hmm. the watermark in my life. So now I have this longing not to um, look at prayer as a task. Okay, I've check this off, do this, mm-hmm. but it's that relationship. It's that intimacy. It's that union with the father. Right. Um, and I get to, I get to kind of hear, I do get to hear what's coming for me or I get to hear um, what he wants for me or where he wants to help me come out of the struggle. Right. Um, kind of takes, a, it, it really takes the pressure off you as a man to f- figure it all out. Right. Cause you're fully relying on him. You know, you said a few things that, I really just want to park on and just Mm -hmm. kind of talk about one was you said, I invite God into this prayer. Uh, That is so key to not just as I think as men, we just kind of spill our guts, but Mm -hmm. we never invite him into the process to be in the midst of the prayer, go to him. But then you said you wait and listen. Yep. So talk a little bit about that because I think, I think when we hear the word prayer, we think as most men will think of, okay, I pray for my dinner. I pray for my spouse. Yeah. But the, the part of listening isn't really talked about a lot in prayer. No. So talk about that process and what you do to just invite, but then listen. And what yeah. does that look like? Yeah. I mean, just practically, we, we're used to extroverting or spitting out all our needs, like mm-hmm. I said. So uh, when I, I, I stick pretty well with that tabernacle prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's based off how God set up the tabernacle in the Old Testament. And I'm not by any means a theologian, but I can walk through those seven steps. And they're, each one is called something, what it's named for, but then it's got a subtitle of, you know, the first one is the the gate, the enter, entering the gates, but it's thanksgiving and praise. Right. So I start with that praise and I go through and I, I thank God for the cross. And then the third step is thanking him for Jesus. And then the fourth step is uh, the Holy Spirit. The fifth step is reading the word. The sixth step is worship. And then intercession is the last one. Mm. But in that, somewhere in that process, um, not that it's a formula, but it's it's a way that God can open my heart and mind. And so then somewhere in there, usually it's in that fourth stage of the Holy Spirit, 
is where I just stop and I, I'm mentally aware that I don't want to rush the moment. Right. So for those of us that are married, your wife starts to say something and you go to fix it or address it or talk about it. One of the best things I can do in that moment is to stop and listen because she's about to share something with me that I don't know. Right. <laughs> and that's what I have to remember in that moment is God's about to share something with me that only he knows that's for me. And if I rush through this and don't listen, I very well could miss something vital to my spiritual health, my physical health, my marital health, my kids, mm -hmm. because he's concerned about me. Right. And he wants me to be, to live to the fullest that I can. And so that moment is really an intentional thing where I just go, I go, Holy Spirit, I just, I said, I just, and I'll just stop. I'll close my eyes. I'll, if I'm listening to music, I'll pull the ear pods out. Or if you have kids, hit the old noise canceling. You want just quiet, <laughs> you know? And I'll just go, Holy Spirit, I'm here. Right. Uh, I'm going to wait on you. Right. What is do you want to speak to me? Is there something, is there something I'm missing? Right. Is there something you want to tell me? And I just wait. And it can be a minute. And I, you know, just to kind of give you an example, it's been anywhere from a minute to 20 minutes yeah. where I just sit quietly. And sometimes I hear beautiful things and sometimes I don't. Right. And whether that's he doesn't have something specific at that moment or I'm not able to receive it yet, but I just submit that to him and I wait. Yep. So No, I think that is key. You know, a couple of scriptures that I had, you know, Philippians 4, 6. Mm. This is you know, one of my favorites. One of your favorites. It talks about prayer, but it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And I think that's what you're really hitting home on is you got to start with gratitude, thankfulness, have that heart of, man, God, thank you for all you're yeah. doing. Instead of let me get into what I need, yep. let me just set the atmosphere and say, I just want a relationship with my father. I just want to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's when we're going through things. I think it's easy if it's anxiety, stress, uh, loss of someone in our life. Yep. All these things, we we don't go to the source first. We kind of sometimes are in the midst of it and mm -hmm. we struggle with it instead of the answer is prayer. Yeah. And so it, it's I love that verse um, about do not be anxious about anything. So how does prayer for you, especially when you're anxious, Mm -hmm. How does that look like for you? I mean, is it, it just kind of one of those moments that you've grown in your maturity and in your walk that say, man, I'm anxious. I need to go to God right now. Yeah. Or is it sometimes you just need the gentle, you know, tugging from God or from, you know, our wives and, yep. you know, our pastors and people in our life, our friends, say, friends mm -hmm. that say, Hey, I think you need some time with God. You need to have some prayer. Yep. What does that look like? Uh, generally, I'm pretty aware that I'm anxious okay. when I get there uh, because with with me, anxiety comes in a physical form. Mm -hmm. So I get stressed. My stomach gets upset. It, yep. It's pretty obvious to me that something's going on. Right. And that's, like I said, that's one of my favorite scriptures. So that one comes to mind and I, I, I pray that scripture. I go, God, your word says that I shouldn't be anxious for anything. Right. But in everything, I should bring my needs to you. So I bring them to you now. I submit them. I don't feel like I don't, I don't feel better as I pray, but I'm giving it to you because I know the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guards your heart and mind. So I, I just try to do what we're told to do. Um, and then there's times where my wife will say, I think, I think you're struggling here. And she'll point me toward that. Yep. Um, it was interesting as you're talking about, we, our first initial thought isn't just to go to, go to God. 
And I've got Benny, who's seven. Mm-hmm. And this kid, his first initial thought is to go to us. Bedtime, he's afraid. Mom, dad. Right. His stomach hurts. Mom, dad. And if if that's a little bit about childlike faith, you know, have faith like a child, mm-hmm. is part of having faith like a child is going to God right away. He is your provider. He's the one that is always ready to, to take care of you. Um, and that's why I wrote, I didn't write, but I... I didn't write it. It's the scriptures. So I actually read it's it. God's word. It's you God's read word. it. You received it. There I you get. go. <laughs> um, but was uh, Psalm 62, 8 says, Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. And that's all he's asking for. He's offering. It's not even, it's not even like he's asking. It's like, look what I have for you. Mm-hmm. If you're anxious, if you're worried, if, you, if you're fearful, if you're sick, pray first. Yeah. Just come to me. Right. So. Yep. You know, um, you know, we, we, we love listening. We've talked a lot about Chris Hodges, yep. uh, Pastor Chris, PC as they like to call him, uh, Church of the Highlands. Um, and we hear this from our pastor, Pastor James, all the time uh, about the power of prayer. But I love what he wrote in his book. And mm-hmm. there was four key areas. He said there's a priority of prayer, a place of prayer, a plan of prayer, and a power of prayer. Mm, that's good. Um, so... Matthew 6, 6, it says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret rewards you. Mm -hmm. So let's talk to help encourage the guys. Yeah. Do you have a, a lot of people think, well, I can only pray here. Talk a little bit about that because I think, I think there's power in that, but then there's also that become a little bit too much where we want to have prayer throughout the day. So when we talk about a place of prayer, what does that look like? Well, just speaking of a place of prayer, um, my my current place of prayer, it's got to shift on occasion because yeah. you can get in a rut. Yep. Um, my current place is the basement. Um, not quite an, a finished basement. It's not it's not rough, but it's it's a basement, right. um, and it's at our folding table in a folding chair. Thankfully, it has a cushion on it, <laughs> but it's dark. I have one light bulb. I throw the the AirPods in so I cancel out the furnace. And that's a place I meet with God. It's a place where if I have to pray, I can pray and it doesn't affect, you know, the family waking up or or anything. Sometimes it's the, we have a, we homeschool. So in our classroom, there's a a desk and that's a great place. Mm -hmm. I'll pray there. But really it's, that is like the, I mean, you're, you're a runner. You've raced, you just raced. Congratulations. Last week. You have a starting line. Yep. And you could look at it as the finish line is going to bed. If you're just thinking of a day, you're running the whole day, right? You're hydrating the whole day. And so it's just that idea of how do I keep him in the forefront of my mind while I'm doing this? Right. And so when I start my day, I ask God, help me to stay tuned into you today. Right. When I get busy and it's two o'clock and I'm in the middle of a meeting, help me remember that you are here too. And you want to give me wisdom in that meeting. So you can really look at it. prayer is like hydrating your your body and That's your soul good. and your yeah. mind. And so it's, you know, and I really, I think a lot of guys, um, because this was me early in on my walk, would I go and pray in the morning because I'm a very, I would say, very disciplined person, you especially are. in the morning. Um, sometimes I get laughed at a little bit too much about it, but I just, it, it's all about my mental health. And that's mm-hmm. why I'll have my prayer time. But I think it's key that it's throughout the day. Yeah. So as we're going into a meeting, man, let's just pray. We yeah. don't have to be a 10-minute prayer. It could be a 
it could be one sentence, Lord, just be with me and yep. show me wisdom. Help me, Holy Spirit, to discern what you want to do. Exactly. Amen. And as we're driving, Lord, help me to get from point A to point B. Keep me safe. Keep me, keep me injury free. Mm-hmm. Let me be mindful of what's going on. And it's just these little prayers throughout the day. To, and it's for me, it's saying, God, you're always number one in my life. Yep. I never want to take my eyes off of Jesus yeah. and what he's done in our life. And I think there's just some men today. And and I'm hearing a lot of ladies are listening to our podcast. Come on. So so ladies, I think this is this isn't just for men. It is how much are we spending time with Jesus each and every day? Yep. Are we spending time with him or are we just checking him off the box in the morning? Yep. And see you tomorrow. And and then and we talk how many times when we don't have a quiet time, we don't have our prayer time. Yeah. The day just doesn't go the same way either. Yep. And everything. So and I think but we can also fall into the prayer is all about works. Right. And we can become a work-minded. And I love this. Um, Oswald Chambers said this, prayer does not fit us for the greater works. Prayer is the greater work. Yep. So I think that is so key to saying it's not a works mentality to say, this is what I need. This is what I need. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. It's about a relationship with yeah. Jesus and, and just having That's that good. time with God and everything. So um so I think that is just so key to who we are and having our prayer time um, that is so important. So, man, some good stuff. I, I, you got anything else you want to share no. on, on the power of prayer and what is it meant for you in your life? No, I think I think that we're good. I think that the the idea that we have to have it perfect mm-hmm. is wrong. Yep. We just have to connect. Yep. Prayer is, you know, you hear people say prayer is just talking to God. Well, it is, but it's also listening. Yeah. And so take the time to listen. Yep. Take the time to let your heavenly father speak identity, speak purpose. Mm-hmm. It's in that quiet, in those sweet moments where you're vulnerable mm-hmm. that some of the some of the most important conversations can happen. Yep. So you know, I think um as we kind of sum it up and I just I wanted to share just on what prayer has done for me. Yeah. Um, man, you know, if, if last year we talked and and, and you're one of my closest guys. So mm-hmm. we talk a lot and you're just, I'm vulnerable and I can share things with you, but man, I just, it was a rough year yep. health wise for me last year. Um, just under a lot of attacks and um, a lot of anxiety and stress, which manifested in physicalness, yep. you know, when everything and uh, not able to run when I can't run, it's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the same person. You're not happy. <laughs> and I'm not happy because that's my time with God. And so I think it really just helped me um, over our conversations over the last year to just talk about prayer and, and going to battle mm-hmm. and everything. So, you know, prayer is, is a weapon of warfare yes. for us as men. So, you know, we talk about the armor of God, putting it on each and every day, but that's what prayer is. Mm-hmm. It's being obedient to Christ, but then... It's having the mindset saying, you know what, today I'm going to make the first punch. Yep. I'm not going to allow the world, the enemy, um, the foxes, mm-hmm. as, as the word of God says, to to strike first. Yep. I'm going to strike back and I'm going to be ready to receive everything. And that's just been so important in my life. Um, just this last weekend, uh, we were at a conference, yep. um, incredible conference. We fly back, and then I head to my race on um, Friday, which I ran it on Saturday. Man, Friday, I just come under attack. Yeah, My anxiety was so high, and it started manifesting in, in physical. I was, I was feeling sick and all this, and my wife's well aware of this, and the, yep. my wife is incredible. 
Um, and she was like, this is just the enemy trying to discourage you from doing this race yeah. that you worked so hard for. So in those moments, I went to prayer. I went to prayer and just throughout the night and, and it just, it really helped just calm me. Um, but then get my focus back on what was most important was just spending time with God. Yeah. And he, so I share that because I think a lot of times as men, we go through things and we just, we don't give it to God first. Yep. Our first reaction or thought should be, I need to pray on this first mm -hmm. and then I need to talk to others and everything. So, yep. so I thank you for, man, you just being that guy in my life that's helped me grow over the last few years Likewise. and everything. And so um, we always talk about on Men of Victory about why you need these men in your life. You need mm -hmm. accountability. You need brothers that you can go to war with and know that they have your back and they're yep. not going to judge you. Yep. And, you know, we always say around here, no stones. Yeah. And that's the true model of what we live out. So, um, so thank you for that. Um, my favorite verse, and this is on, uh, if in our offices, we have a verse that um, as you enter into our office, there's a verse on the outside. And it's kind of like the, ma the mantra of, you know, you, you as you're going into the battlefield, you, you tap that. Um, I love Pastor James that did that probably six, seven years ago, yeah. maybe, maybe even longer. Um, and he was just asked us randomly one day, what's your favorite verse? Yep. And everything. And mine is this. It's in First Thessalonians chapter five. And it says, rejoice always, pray continually. There you go. And so every time I just look up at that and tap it and say, okay, <laughs> I got to rejoice, give thanks, and I got to pray continually. Yeah. And so, so I think that's kind of helps sum it all up on the importance and the power of prayer and what it does in our life. So um, anything you want to encourage the guys with before we leave? I would just say the verse above my door is John 15, 5, and it says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So. Yep. Those two play really well together. They play really well together. So. And so so give some final encouragement to these men, to All these right. ladies on on why, if they're not dialing in on their prayer life, why it's so important and maybe something that they can do today. Yeah, I would say it's the key to your relationship with Christ. So if you want to grow, if you want to know what he has for you, and if you want to do the things that he has you created to do, you're going to hear that and learn that in prayer. Yeah. Um, we would not be the men, the Pastor James, the, the, the people that lead, your friends and family that you see succeeding um, in their call or in their gifting. Mm -hmm. It's because they've submitted themselves to prayer. They've submitted themselves to God and they're listening. Yeah. And I would say, just start. Grab, there's a million different resources. Um, look up the Tabernacle Prayer. Look up the Lord's Prayer. Look up how to pray scripture and just start yep. and allow God to work through it. Don't try and make it happen. Yep. No, that's good. That's good stuff for these guys. So, uh, man, appreciate you. Can you pray for the guys um, as we kind of close uh, yeah, this I out think I today? Yeah. Um, I think we, as a, when we're talking about prayer, we probably should pray. I think it's a good idea. And that's important. So can you just lift up these men? Yeah, well, Father, we just submit this word to you, and we trust that you're going to do the work in each man and woman that's listening, watching. God, we're thankful for hearts that are open. Father, we pray that this would not be a difficult step, but that for each person that struggles with prayer, um, that they would be able to walk this out in their lives. And for those that are seasoned and have uh, just beautiful uh, interaction with you in their prayer life, we pray that you continue to enrich it and give them the opportunity to share with others uh, how much you've reached them in their prayer lives. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. What a powerful uh, word on prayer. Amen. So, man, thank you guys for listening in today, watching us on YouTube. Also, man, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, mm -hmm. on Spotify, thank you so much. Make sure you leave us a rating. Um, leave us some comments. That's going to help grow this podcast to get some more men so they can become better men um, and be all that God's created them to be. So thank you so much, Pastor Tim, for being on this week's podcast. You too, brother. And guys, man, we'll see you guys in two weeks for another powerful word from the men of victory.